0: Hey everyone, welcome to Probably Science. I'm Matt Kirshen. I am Andy Wood.
1: Hey Andy. Hello Matthew. How are you? I'm doing okay. Excellent. Yep, still coming along with both uh, post-back surgery, the life. It's not as fast as I was hoping. I got a little eager last week, I think, and said it was all great. and uh, But it's coming, it's coming.
0: uh, You're doing alright, you're moving around Yeah, that's are You're
1: solid Yep, upright for the time being
0: Should we just jump straight into introducing our guest? I think we should Because this is a a cracking guest, excellent comic Seen on a bunch of the late shows Writes for Bill Maher's show He has a brand new podcast called Get Rich Nick It's Nick Badarock Hi
2: How's it going? Thanks so much, man Thanks Thanks for for coming uh, Thanks for plugging me yeah, Thanks up. for getting people amped about me. People with <laughs> my credits, so I have an expectation. I feel like the internet
1: is is simultaneously pumped, amped, and psyched about it. Yeah, all three.
2: Yeah, at the same time, those are three great things to have. I'm and I'm amped, psyched, and the
1: other one. Are you pumped also? Yeah. Um, you know what? It's dangerous. It's. <laughs> It's one of those synergistic things. If you're all three at once, that's
2: should right. that um, I just did a ton of push-ups. Like, I am so <laughs> pumped right shadow now. You've been shadowboxing. You really give it some for your podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm frankly a little tired. I think I wear myself out. I <laughs> uh, <never> psyching <laughs> myself up.
1: <laughs> Tell us what the premise of the podcast is. It's a great idea. Oh, Get Rich Nick, me and Nick
2: Turner uh, over at Earwolf are doing a show. They've been so nice to us over there. Each week we try to find a different way to... Get rich, uh, make money. We donated plasma the first episode. I listened to that episode. Yeah, you're on the uh, the the bar trivia episode. I, that I is am. yet to come out, which is uh, that was a lot of fun going out to that bar trivia. Fun. We might go out tonight after this recording. I don't know if you have. Oh any yeah, plans. I gotta I gotta see. Maybe I have I have work to do. I had so much fun when we went.
0: I w- you go every week? Well, not every week, but ev- every week that we can muster a crowd. Yeah.
1: Can I ask which? Did did you choose the trivia night based on best possible monetary gain in in the case of winning? What did we pick?
0: No, the- I think I think we talked about that, but then in the end, it just we chose the trivia night based on what night both Nicks right. and
2: uh, and we were available <laughs> available. Yeah,
1: because it's it's a thing that I have done in prior lives for s- sustenance, if not income.
2: Yes, yeah, it- sustenance is the. You know what? I mean, I, maybe that, that's a one good thing. That we I don't think we brought up on that on that episode. It's like the the whole goal of making money is to buy food, right? You know, and if you could just cut out the middleman because we could not figure out a way to make money off uh, bar trivia, but <laughs> make we, literal cash, literal cash. Th- yeah. There but
0: are there are a few I found out like in town that do have cash prizes, but not. Oh, many. do they really? There is one I found the the Brits in LA Facebook group involved oh promotes one where the the main prize is cash. I discovered that one recently. There's How a, much cash? A buy-in, I'm I think it's a reasonable
2: amount of cash. Ooh. i don't know if you want to do a coda to that episode
0: as we yet, might nowadays. we might
2: have to uh because that- i think we decided the only way to really make money is to be the people that put on the uh the bar trivia
1: yeah at that point the- it's just a job which is probably not a get rich quick scheme as much as a-
2: we it's funny because we did task rabbit this week and uh and we were that we made the most money off Task and that's just
1: legitimate work of, of all your of all your attempts so far. The
2: <laughs> well, yeah, the, we did horse racing, betting on horses the second week. <laughs> Task was the third week. We made the most money off that, and it was just us, like just helping moving. You know, I, mean, I, just like, I, I yeah. wonder how much of it then it is you realize just...
0: it's just like the scheme yeah. is to get a job.
2: Yeah, and I just love the idea that you still look at it as a scheme. Like you're counting money. Like, oh man, we pulled one over those guys. You so, know, here's the scam. <laughs> you, you tell me what to move around your apartment. I'll put it there. and Then you give me a little bit of cash. Oh man, don't <laughs> yeah. tell our listeners. Jesus, they're yeah. gonna move in on this <laughs> scam you got going.
0: Uh, year, years ago, a friend uh, back when I was in London. We were out at a, there's an Italian restaurant at the top of the road from where we used to live that we went to with a group of comics, including friend of the show, Brendan Burns. Mm-hmm. And Brendan, as a little scheme went, because he knew they, they'd go all out and they'd do a thing. He's like, all right, we're going to tell them that it's your birthday. <laughs> I love that scheme. And, and uh, yeah, and and they do a dessert thing. It's a get uh,
1: cake, quick, it's a get
0: cake, get quick, quick <laughs> scheme. That, that's exactly what it was. So,
2: get cake, quick.
0: <laughs> and, and we really like had to go to, like, Brendan was like, like really sold it hard like waited till I went to the toilets and then like went eh, is... so we did that and then they make a big fuss and they come out and they they drop like a pizza dough on your head and uh <laughs>
3: what
0: they they come out and sing happy birthday and at the end of it like like a, a piece of dough that's already like Right. You know when they you know when the spun It's already been spun so it's as big as possible and they drop it in your head so like you just got this dough on your head.
2: I don't know who scammed who here. Right. Right? It sounds like they but, pulled one over on you. But here's the
0: thing. So they and they also gave brought us like a dessert. Like I think it was like a tiramisu with a candle in it or something. Oh wow. But at the end of the meal, it was just on the bill. Oh. Wait, they charged you? So so the scam no. was we aren't the right to buy cake from them.
3: No. <laughs> like, it's not
2: no, that's <laughs> not real
0: no it's straight up so oh, it's like wow. so i think brendan just like bought cake <laughs> that's what <laughs> it was
1: yeah, i mean this because should just be so
0: surreptitiously purchased food that should just
1: from be an item on the menu is like get, head do <laughs> head dough drop plus cake I think fifteen dollars i think it may have been it's that's like that great. old
2: Steve Carell sketch on the Dana Carvey show where they would, like, pay for driving food and they take <laughs> off before they got it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was their prank, him and Colbert. Um, that sounds exactly... You can't just... Yeah. Uh, there's an expectation that it's a free... Uh, a, a free I, th- thing. I
0: mean, you don't know Brendan, but there's every chance that was fully... He knew that
2: was going to happen? Or, or
0: like, that was the deal, or he said it in a way. It was like... Like, there's every possibility you knowing Brendan that he just went, hey, it's his birthday, so... Uh, we get some cake and not tell <laughs> like just, I'm well, almost certain he said it to them in a way that in his head was like I'm going to sneakily say it's his birthday and they'll just do a surprise but actually just ask them
2: for cake right. <laughs> well, when you said tiramisu I was like that's like the most expensive yeah. dessert yeah, I've, sense, I, but... I've ever like seen on a menu I've never even seen it I just heard lore yeah, uh, I, I, I'd be surprised if you got birthday tazoo <laughs> it's b- not b- that b- crazy tiramisu. it's tiramisu. just like it's just coffee mousse basically it's
0: and a so bit of though, anything that's it layered so is going
1: to take some yeah, yeah. you can't yeah but it's an ital- they make
0: it by like in that place I think
2: they make it by the tray I, I well well maybe I just know then when I, I when I used to wait tables free dessert was our was my fix for everything because mm-hmm. I didn't have to order it through the chefs I could just go back scoop out ice cream if everybody was like our food took too long or I didn't like this or blah 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 I'd be like how about I get you some free ice cream and they would always go great and oh, then uh it's
0: pretty hot even free firstly makes people happy makes them so
2: happy but then also it's very hard to be to angrily eat ice cream there was people that did do that <laughs> uh i remember like one time i somebody complained about something i think they were like oh i i ordered wrong." you know they were like i ordered this thing and you guys should eat that <laughs> yeah cost. and then they didn't tell me until after they ate it and they're like i meant to order this other thing and i ordered this i was like oh well, it's your fault and you ate it already. I can't do anything about it. I was like, I'll get you some ice cream. And then they were like, do you have... I think they were like, do you have pie? I was like, I don't have... <laughs> Like literally, you know, beggars don't can't be choosers type of thing. You yeah. Know, they started asking for more and more things, you know. Now we have vanilla ice cream and that's it.
0: It's like when they've made the mistake, but they tell you in a tone that is your... Um, excuse me, but I ordered the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah.
2: And she complained about that she ordered the wrong thing. And then she complained about the free thing I gave her. Yeah. She was like, uh, I don't really like this. It's, it's like, a... it's free. It's free ice cream. What do you want? It's like, you've got the. To- uh, a
0: few weeks ago, this is the shows I was doing in Vegas a few weeks ago. I had, There was one night where I. Had, most of the shows were great, but there was one night I had to get a table of people chucked out because they were just talking through, like, at an increasing volume. And it, it was one of those ones where you just go, the staff weren't on them as much as they maybe should have been. And eventually the table around them turned around and loudly shouted to the rest of the room. Like they did the kind of, will you shut up? Yeah, like, okay, i got to deal with this now. And they weren't even, they were still so oblivious. They weren't, all, you know, you've, we've all had that thing where you're talking to them, you're talking to a table and they're still talking to each other they don't even realize and you get that like uh, yeah. 10 seconds of, uh, hey guys, you don't know I'm talking to you yet but the entire rest of the audience is aware that I'm talking to you and I'm talking yeah, to you still. You yeah. And eventually they turn around and I went, yep, hey. Hey uh, (laughs) Everyone can hear you talking And you need to be quieter now And one person on the table went They've already told us to be quiet
2: Three times (laughs) (laughs) Like that was Oh that's fucking Like suddenly that was their (laughs) Preaching to the choir Yeah
0: Um actually I will have you know Get in line That's so (laughs) funny Already
2: told us That's so funny Oh, people are so oblivious. Man.
1: <laughs> yeah, have you guys done it? So you, the soul, you'll only take on a, a scheme if there's a possibility of cash, not of any goods, right?
2: Well, I think, the, I think what you bring up a good point is like or, if you just got paid in food, you know, because we kind of, I kind of chalked up the bar trivia thing is not a way to make money. Yeah. But, well, one, you've, you've let Here me we know go. that there isn't. I is found a, it.
0: The Brits in LA pub quiz, which yeah. happens at the Cat and Fiddle at, oh, yeah. on Tuesday nights,
2: oh we could can the uh, move didn't it Where's yeah the, but it's pretty
0: it? near here it's round, just around the corner yeah uh it's actually nearer here than the old one and it is a top prize brace yourself of 75 dollars
1: i mean th- let's not poo-poo that because we go to trivia nights that have never even topped oh no no, no that was that was, okay, a, okay. that was a that
2: was a genuine brace yourself that was yeah that was a very uh, that was an, an impressive right. whistle
1: yeah there were ones in Portland or Seattle, I think, um, that used to be you'd buy in. I'm assuming it says buy in for the teams, also, or not, or is is the bar just footing the bill for that prize?
0: Uh, I don't know. I think I think the bar is footing that prize because the the ones in Britain quite often were you, you you had to pay entry, but it was like it was either right. one pound, it was like either a few pounds per team or one pound per person. So it never gets to be a huge thing. But then the ones in Britain would also have a uh, rollover jackpots sometimes. Oh wow
1: ties or how would you I can't
0: remember what it was you needed to do to win the jackpot or how it would roll over. Oh. But yeah, for some reason there there would sometimes be rollovers.
1: But this this Seattle one, I feel like it's the kind of thing Ken Jennings would have gone to, because it was like the brainiest Seattle people and there was a three dollars per person, not even per team buy-in. So like it got to be over two hundred dollars. And people would be so strict on. Like there were even rules about leaving to go to the bathroom because there's when there yeah, gets there's to be money involved. Yeah, yeah, your own money. We never won there either, but that was an actual chance at.
0: Oh, so that was a tough one then, because if you oh, never yeah. won it,
1: no, I never won, and it was around the corner from my apartment, and I would. I think I quit going after like four or five attempts because I was like, "Oh, we can never." These are like Seattle's. It's a smart city, you know. It's a pretty a lot of people, good. Yeah,
0: there's one that I never went to in London, that I don't know if it's still running. But it's like an open book bar trivia. You can, oh. you can, and in fact, you're encouraged to use your phone, computers, internet. It's because the questions are all so complex and cryptic. Interesting. That it's not just like Google the fact. It's like no, you've got to solve these problems.
2: Yeah, that's fun. I like that. And then it's harder to cheat. Yeah, it's was, it's was almost impossible to cheat. I mean, you because I think you can cheat. because pe- that was when the bathroom. When we went with you, Turner was getting very upset about people going to the bathroom, and then he went to the bathroom. But he was just like, (laughs) anyone can go to the bathroom and look at their phone for any of these things. Yeah, they are very, they're fairly lax at all of those ones. But they don't have $75 cash prizes.
1: Yeah, at a certain point, if you get too big of a prize, you incentivize shitheads, you know, so it's almost better that it's $40 gift certificates you can't spend for another week. Right, no
2: one's cheating for a gift card. But I, I think the gift card... Uh, Like what you asked before I think
1: that I think we would be be Open for goods Yeah uh, Getting goods uh, In a day It's helping your bottom line In life If you're cutting that out Of your budget For food the next week Or something Yeah
2: yeah. But it is Yeah It's bar It's not I wouldn't try to live off Winning trivia to eat
1: Well I was gonna say I did do that For a little while In Portland Because (laughs) there was a bar That I mean Portland used to cost nothing I mean $2 beers It it, it was the Early 2000s Portland Was the shit And there was a bar Um up on northeast Gleason, maybe it was called the Hutch, I think. When they first started Trivia, my friend Shannon ran a trivia franchise up there. Um and most of the places would be like what they are here, like less than fifty dollars. But this place was just a hundred dollars mm-hmm. and no one was going. So like every time I went, Oh wow. We would win or play second. and second was fifty. Wow. And, and uh and uh I think at some point they like restricted when you could use it because they realized they were giving away too much. I'm mean, just lower the amount, but we would win. And then I would just come back there for lunch the rest of the week. Wow. Those would be like $6 lunches or whatever. So it's just like feed me for most of a week.
2: You know what? That reminds me. I remember when I was in college, I was walking down the street. They had signs on every telephone pole. I don't know if I told you the story when you were on or not. I don't know if you did. But they, it, was, uh, it just said drinking with Lincoln, $5. It was $5 <laughs> all you could drink at this bar. They had trivia. They had NTN trivia. If you remember that, oh yeah, I think yeah. it still might be around. Those little radio things. Been... Yeah, wireless yeah. handsets or whatever. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings has them. A lot of sports bars have them. I remember walking down the street to my house and being like, "Guys, did you see?" And they're like, "We're already getting ready to get in the car." We and we <laughs> went, and they had this giant buffet of like chicken wings and ravioli and all this stuff. And you paid five. We paid five dollars. And we had some buddies that were so broke they couldn't even afford the five dollars. They would just eat the free food buffet. (laughs) But we would play NTN trivia. We would eat the free food buffet, and then those of us that had five dollars would just and it was the big
0: shots, the high rollers. It was
2: yeah, we were it was it was at a Ramada N, and (laughs) we lived like a high rollers. You know, we would tip a dollar for because you just tip a dollar for every drink for the rest of the night. Or, Or and man, I remember they would give us beer. And in the very beginning they wouldn't do it they wouldn't do shots for all you can drink. But then we started but they would give us like well drinks. But then we started ordering like rum like a whiskey and coke, hold the coke. And they're yeah. like, All right, fine, you guys it's come every shot. week, yes. we'll give you a shot and Man, we, we there was a lot of passing out and throwing up of those things, you know, all for five. <laughs> you know, oh. money, money, uh, drinks, it needs, there needs you to be need some, to it needs to cost it. money. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to drink yourself to
1: death. We, uh, I forgot if I've already spoiled this, but um, I won't name the bar, but there's a bar that used to have this way too good to be true brunch deal that included bottomless mimosas and they would have uh, people puking on the sidewalk every Sunday. <sighs> so they eventually switched the mimosas to be cider based instead of champagne based. And that but slowed them a down? Secret. I knew one of the servers and she told me, she's like, but we just tried it for one week and we're like, if anyone complains and they call us on it, we'll admit to it or something. But no one ever noticed and people stopped throwing up because they're drinking like half the concentration of alcohol they were before. Wow. So if you go to a certain bar in, in uh, North Hollywood for their too good to be true brunch deal, it's because it's cider and orange juice, not uh, hard cider, but not champagne.
2: Oh man, I just don't know how people can drink that was many mimosas
1: (laughs) i can have one before you get before you get cirrhosis yeah
2: it's turn orange
0: gradually over the course of night (laughs) well here's another weird effect of putting something sort of i guess it's not the alcohol it's one of the other chemicals but a few people sent this story in. I, i sorry if i'm not crediting i know jake young sent it in and liam kennedy and probably some others but mouthwash cancels out key benefit of exercise study finds
3: what yeah
0: no Um, Your mouthwash could have A bizarre effect on how exercise affects your body The study found that swigging it Could prevent exercise from lowering Your blood pressure as it normally does Strange as that sounds The results highlight how important the bacteria living in our mouths Really are to us There's a Gizmodo article here. According to study author Raoul Beskos, who's a nutritional physiologist based at the University of Plymouth in Britain, said his team wasn't really interested in studying mouthwash's effects on exercise by itself. It's been long known that exercise opens up and dilates your blood vessels, in part by getting your bodies to produce more nitric oxide. But even after we're done jogging and producing excess nitric oxide, our circulation is still affected, with our blood pressure remaining lower than it was for hours, a phenomenon phenomenon even, known as post-exercise hypertension. Oh, that's hypotension, by the way.
1: Yeah, I never knew that. I never knew that was one of the benefits of exercise was I lower to, blood like, pressure. Yeah.
0: But l- lower blood pressure that lasts beyond right. the point that your pulse is raised and so on. Who
2: cares? I guess... Well, I mean, why no, you, why, uh, the whole point I exercise is so I got hot bod. Okay. No no one's, no no one's looking at me going, hey, look at that boy with that <laughs> low nice blood. <laughs> low blood pressure across the bar. You do it for completely superficial re- reasons. That's the only reason anyone's motivated to exercise.
0: It's never been I don't anything know. else. People are kind of into seeing someone who faints from standing up too quickly.
1: Oh, yeah. I do like a hot low blood pressure pass out. Yeah,
2: I guess if you're in a relationship, you're not trying to woo anybody anymore. Yeah. You, you start thinking about High blood pressure. I guess yeah. I guess when's, but you know what? Uh, it's interesting that, uh, I mean, it's it is weird that we lived a uh, all of history. We didn't have mouthwash till what a hundred years ago, probably. I'm gonna guess a hundred. Sure, why I'm, not? Everything was about a hundred years ago. Yeah. that's when we started having like mouthwash, light switches, and buttons and stuff. You yeah. know, belts and.
1: <laughs> well, toupees. I would argue that belts might have been Maybe a lot older, but, uh, <laughs> but buttons were buttons,
2: buttons. buttons are on. On buttons. buttons are relatively <laughs> new. No, I'm pretty Wait, sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure belts were post war. <laughs> it was all just like... Yeah. A lot of people like holding up their pants right. running around in yeah, the A string could be considered a belt, so it's really just... Yeah, uh, no, there was no way to do it. People
1: had <laughs> no at most way. one free hand at any given moment. <laughs> it was never a task that required two hands at once. Yeah, That's m- why they used to salute. Okay. Yeah, with <laughs> one hand. Shoulder, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: The two-hand salute came after the belt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the now standard two-hand <laughs> salute that everyone... <laughs> <laughs> Um, the one you greeted us with when you came yeah,
2: in. Yeah, I came in and gave you guys high 10s. I'm not a <laughs> high five anymore. I don't live in uh, medieval period. You know, I'm not... <laughs> this isn't Victorian Britain, you know. Yeah. <laughs> give me 10. I give you a
1: high 10. I'm going to belt keep my pants. To be fair, it's more prevalent in this area because we do live in the belt belt. And, I mean, uh, this is the belt yeah, belt. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know,
2: I just read this thing. So the uh, these um the vapes are like killing people now. I've killed like five people this year. They
1: say it's possible that they could, oh, I'm sorry, not vapes, but the batteries within the vapes might have been what caused the fire on that ship just off the coast of Santa Barbara. Oh, people charging their phones. Man. Lithium ion batteries, man.
2: that's It's terrible. And we had smoking, we had smoking before, we had cigarettes, yeah. that was bad. So we thought we had a solution for that, which was the e-cigs. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, marijuana, fine. We've been smoking marijuana without a problem for all of history, then well, suddenly we decided to make electronic uh, cigarettes yeah. Electronic no, weed mean, pens, and all of a sudden, now people are dying from marijuana for the first time.
1: Oh, wait, do you mean... Okay, I thought you were just talking about the actual explosion of the devices. you talking No, about- there's this lung...
2: There's a lung yeah. sickness that these guys are getting now. A few people uh, sent in the story, including Andrew
0: Miller. Oh, no, did I, I poach it? No, I, I'm, I'm more than happy to jump across, and we'll circle back to the mouthwash in a second. But yeah, they don't uh, They don't know exactly what has caused it. Actually, I think this is a slightly older article that we know about There's it been is there's at least this-
2: one death... There's there's five last time I checked. I have an app that lets me know every time somebody it's a stupid but, app I should hear
1: it. With. Is there really is there really nobody whose whose death could be attributed to as a marijuana sixth smoke? person
2: eight. I mean, you know, they say Bob Marley uh I Did don't he know. Get lung
1: cancer, I don't know how, how
2: what he They said of. that um I don't know, I heard Didn't something he have that, a skin cancer or something? I don't was, know. Something about like it, it was like really, yeah, I don't know. It was almost like a eight degrees of kevin to bacon to get to why it's some like he had a week if he didn't smoke as much as he, he wouldn't have been as uh his immune system would have been stronger and then some i don't know so this is a bug a, thing. according
0: to cnn as breaking news hot off the press a sixth person in the u.s sixth. has died from lung disease related to vaping
2: i uh, see that's i'm deleting the app the app didn't tell me I should have gone off hmm
0: And they don't know exactly what's causing it yet. This person had a history of underlying health issues and was hospitalized with symptoms that progressed rapidly. Um, This is a new thing. The first... Last spring was the first uh, cases of it. They found high levels of the chemical vitamin E acetate. Yep. Found in nearly all cannabis-containing vape products that were analyzed as part of the investigation, at least by uh, New York health officials. At least one vape product containing this chemical has been linked to each person who fell ill. And submitted a product for testing in the state. And uh, the thickeners as well. So, uh, Governor Cuomo in New York has issued subpoenas to three companies that market thickening agents to companies that manufacture vape liquids, and they are nearly all pure vitamin E acetate oil.
1: I'm for getting rid of the things that can kill people if they're definitely get rid of a bull. But at the same time, is this, uh, I mean, not that it should be this or that, but, like, if you weigh this against the equivalent cigarette deaths, it's still... Uh, oh, right. It's one per. I mean, it's orders of magnitude better, right? But I'm not trying are, to advocate vaping. It's, uh, but
2: cigarettes weren't killing people immediately. No, that's true. You know, I mean, these things are uh, killing them immediately. Yeah. And we don't even know the long-term effects of, of Good vaping just yet. Also, what I read was that uh, as far as the people who were getting sick, which was in the hundreds... um, The vitamins E acetate was only like an 80-something percent of these people. It wasn't in all of them. So uh, if it's all in the deaths, that might be one thing. Uh, Who knows? The CDC doesn't really know exactly what's happening just yet. One of the things they thought it might be is um, the uh, devices themselves are heating up uh, the coils and and people are breathing the metals into their lungs. The other thing is that this is where the weird THC thing comes in. Another like... Uh, A a majority, but not all, of people had smoked um, uh, vaped THC uh, recently and also had had a tobacco product. I don't know if that meant vaping or cigarettes or one or the other or both. But um, they think that maybe the THC oil in with the the cigarettes is creating... Uh, a new ca- a new toxin sure uh, they think that, that maybe the uh the oils and the thc is creating a new toxin um they don't know what it is and it does seem to be a recent thing because this wasn't really
1: happening yeah uh, in, i mean last year i think everyone knows they shouldn't be vaping i don't think we're going out on any limbs to be like you, you know you're not doing a good thing it's just how bad is no, it? no i
0: i don't think people do at all i did a a gig of a couple of years ago in a the, I don't think I even knew this was what it was when I showed up, but it was, like, a vape lounge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they had, like... You a high school?
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. High school cafeteria. <laughs> um,
0: but it was, like, there was just a haze of fucking vape. Not smoke, but vape vapor. vapor. Yeah. Just in the room. Also,
1: do we, we uh, need to shorten that two-syllable word to one? It was pretty short, right? Uh, do you vapor? Well, but then...
2: <laughs> then yeah, you Yeah. yeah. It's, it's cool, man. You got to yeah. shorten everything to be as yeah. cool as possible. But I was like, I, I was
0: saying to the person who was the manager or runner, or whatever in the room, I was like, hey, this room's pretty full of, I guess not smoke, but like haze. You know, the whole thing smelled like, a, you know what it actually smelled like was a a, a Laser Quest hall, or a disco yeah. with just dry ice, because it has a very similar smell. Yeah, you know, yeah. I guess it's similar stuff, but I was like, this room is, but plus the extra flavors. I was like, the room's full of this stuff. And also, I'm going to be performing standing at the height that the cloud settles. I'm at cloud height, basically, because I'm on the raised stage. And the guy was like, it is 100% safe. This stuff is totally, totally Secondhand safe. Bait. And I was like, "You? I, I didn't say anything. I was like, we, that's clearly not... They,
1: they pump it into the incubators of preemies in the maternity ward. Yeah, right. Like, it's, it's actually a, good for you. Yeah.
2: It's actually it's. It reminds first of all. It reminds me of the Katina band in Star Wars. I think those guys were all vaping. All those <laughs> yeah. aliens from all over yeah. the planet. There is a, but the the people are so brazen. They you'll be in someone's house if someone someone if if I were to pull out a cigarette right now and smoke, you guys would stare at me like like what century did I walk yeah. from to think you could, I could just light up a cigarette in somebody's house. But people like will just get their vape out in people's houses all the time. It's so weird. Um, Doesn't even
1: assume the, the politeness that you'd have to
2: ask. Yeah. Like, well of course it's fucking vape. Yeah. it's vape. It's it's just, it's like oxygen. It's flavored <laughs> oxygen. I remember being on a plane a couple of years ago when they first started to get huge, and uh, a guy was vaping on the plane, and the flight attendant's like, "You can't do that," and the guy was like, "This was his argument." He says, "the the the kiosk lady said that I could." <laughs> I just love that this lady at some mall or whatever was like, "No, you can have this on the plane." Okay. Well, uh take that,
1: uh FAA. Um there's nothing in the rule book that says you can't have uh, yeah. I guess we can't
0: stop. Right. Me. Let me uh um excuse me, <laughs> madam.
2: Yeah. May I redirect you to Wendy? <laughs> Next to the, uh, the the phone cases over at the uh, yeah. Cherryfield Mall near the people who give you out the free pretzel bites. <laughs> well, she's a- she's a friend of Wetzel's. It's so funny. <laughs> my it's like my my buddy said. Oh man, that guy uh, that guy was exhausted. That guy's like you, that's one of those you ever see someone's like you must be exhausting all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sitting there with your grape flavored vape, trying to be <laughs> like vape? a tough guy. Grape vape. <laughs>
1: By the way, I was curious, because I, I don't know much about Bob Marley's end story, so uh, according to Wikipedia, it was a skin thing. Was it on his foot? It was on his foot, but here's a great urban legend I hadn't heard, which was that, so yeah, it was a malignant melanoma under his toenail. The urban legend is that it was caused by uh, a football injury, Like I'm guessing that means soccer, um, but then non-urban legend Marley turned down his doctor doctor's advice to have his toe amputated and then the parentheses on this Wikipedia article which would have hindered his performing career. I don't know if that's editorializing on the part of some wiki editor. Like, how much was he using that one toe? Was it a wah pedal thing? Like, what yeah. was... How much... You know he was one of the best toe singers in the <laughs> yeah. business. They've shown, Must- that, like, big. even even losing your big toes doesn't even affect <clears throat> your balance that much. Must have been his rationale for not doing it. Maybe that, maybe that was what he... Maybe that was Bob's... This article, again, it's just Wikipedia, but says he cited his religious beliefs for not doing it, but the thing about how it would have affected his performing career, I just wonder what right. the logic of that is. Right. You know what else
2: affects your uh, music career? Uh, yep. Dying. Sure, yeah. <laughs> not being alive. It's killed a lot of careers, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it killed Steve Jobs' music career. Yeah, he, he, he hasn't put out an album in years.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, you know, they still find some stuff from time to time that they release, so
1: that's <laughs>
2: From Steve Jobs,
1: I like Steve Jobs' older stuff. He's the uh, he's the Tupac of CEOs. Yeah, <laughs> put out more posthumous albums. Though. Yeah,
0: yeah, they keep doing those. Uh, you know, every so often they do a new product release and they bring out the old Steve Jobs hologram.
1: Oh my god, I'm not even. Do kidding. they do that? Why haven't they done that? Yeah, at one of the Apple expos, why haven't they fucking done that? That's... They all hate them. <laughs> they don't know. Us. No, they everybody, everybody wishes. They just announced the iPhone 11 today, and I was surprised that Apple's stock didn't drop because all they did was add a third camera to the back. Like, you can't just keep adding this. just yeah, so like the right. razor blade theory yeah. now. Yeah. It's just
2: going to be like... Well, did you guys see the... Is it tropophobia? What is that? Um, so, one of the things trending today was the new iPhone camera came out.
1: Oh, I think I know. Is it fear of like holes close together on things? Yeah. I guess it's like uh,
2: maybe yeah. like a, a weird... Tripophobia. P- or, yeah. yeah. And here's what is so stupid about this is that... Um, is that when i went to click on the article to read about it a warning came up so like, you know how sometimes on twitter there's a warning that comes up it says and, and like on usually when i like every time i've ever seen this it's always like some sort of very graphic bloody like yeah. one time it was like a lion ripping a giraffe apart you know or something that was like oh yeah you don't want to just stumble into this stumble into this i give me the choice all that it, all the warning was for was people talking about this troptophobia and uh and and showing the phone the phone it, itself was triggering enough that it needed a sense a sensitivity warning and i just was like
1: this Ugh. this phobia is the antimatter of asmr i would say it is the other end of the spectrum of like, ASMR. Both things are sort of inscrutable. One gives people orgasms and one drives people crazy and they're both like, what? what? So, tri- I,
0: trypophobia. Here we go. It's Trypophobia. T-R-Y-P-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. So, uh, yeah, it's the aversion to sites of irregular
2: patterns or clusters of small holes or bumps. Uh, I mean, do you want to... I don't know. I was reading the tweets about it. I have... and And, like, I... I understand the, I understand this. Okay. I have like, uh, I have like OCD. I have like a lot of things that like I could never really explain to anybody, but it really messes with me very, very much so, but I deal with it. Okay. Right. You know, I don't sit there and write a letter being yeah. like you guys, Give me a- you know, I just, I, I deal with it and it's, it's, it's tough, but it's, I deal with it, man. you just sit there and be like, well, just, Put put away your three camera thing, you know. That spinning. There's 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 a thing with that spinning ball is one of them, and it drives the me. Abs- ball? The, 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 uh, any sort of buffering, the thing that the and, you know like oh, whether pin, pinwheel, whether like it's a, a pinwheel, pinwheel, whether it's uh, something loading that that spinning thing like does a reverse ASMR for me, and it drives me crazy. Sometimes I have to close my eyes. Sometimes <laughs> wow. I have to like turn around, but I deal with it. Okay, and I. Uh, I will never tell anybody. Put that away, or just—I just, you know—you just like you don't sit there and and go like, well, I. <laughs> I guess you're you don't care about triggering people in society and stand up on a soapbox and honestly I bet I could get more people on board with my spinning ball thing probably but the pinwheel thing because I think that does drive a lot of people crazy for a lot of different reasons
1: I think this fear of holes thing is probably something that someone just thinks is a cute affectation to be like oh I don't want to see that oh like is that actually a thing or is it just fun for you to like bandwagon on this thing that everyone's seeing is their so, is there a phobia de jour so I guess okay
0: so, according to the Wikipedia article, by the way, th- there's thoughts that it might have some kind of culturally evolutionary link to both animals and plants, and maybe skin conditions that are show. It, I could see the like danger yeah, clumps, to humans.
1: Clumps of lesions on skin, or like an insects compound eye. Apparently, or like in spore.
0: 2017, there was a character with tripophobia on American Horror Story, which wildly sure it
1: plays into the plot but
0: also then increased public awareness of it and right right brought it into the like ASMR.
1: public awareness it's the opposite of right. ASMR like everyone found out about it I was like oh yeah i'm i'm that too like you could like
2: yeah i don't know it's there was these videos for a while where it's like um uh it, it was uh, it would be like a piece of furniture being put perfectly into the room. I was going to say it was very. There was something very like soothing about that. But then there was this like inverse of that, of like a piece of furniture just being slightly off that like drove people crazy. Yeah. You know. And I almost feel like if you want to get a tiny sense of maybe what this thing is, it's, it's something about that that is unnerving. Yeah. But it's not enough to like sit there and give me a sensitivity warning before uh, it's just three dots on a phone you know I mean it's, it's three so it's it's the uneven patterning of it and like the idea of all oh, falls in it I don't know I remember great Proops used to have like this joke about like you know I have a hand I have a hand washing thing that I dealt with that I, I kind of got over that although I still sometimes I don't know I won't I won't touch like uh crosswalks so I saw like Saw a guy stick his hand, scratch his butt, and touch a uh, a button no, on the thing no, once. No, I, I will not no. touch it. But like you know, but I saw Greg Pripps once do a thing about OCDs. Like what a uh, what a what a first world problem that is. There's nobody in Africa that needs to wash their hands 50 times a day. But you got like enough water. To- to wash your hands once a year you know or like yeah. uh, d- 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 you you need to have a lap of luxury to be like this iPhone 11 is triggering to me
1: okay. there's nobody who actually it's somebody who reverse engineered this whatever article you saw someone's like oh this looks a little bit like a thing it wasn't like someone who has the thing I was like this phone scares me I'm gonna write about it they're just like "What's my? what can be my take about this phone oh it looks a little bit like a thing I heard about Let's, I hope
2: uh, you're right I hope I am I, I hope probably- these are I don't know the things I read these people look pretty, uh, I don't know. But you know what? Twitter is fake world, so who knows?
1: But uh, that thing you mentioned about like the stacking thing or making things line up, I, I have seen so many... YouTube videos are like just try to watch this and not be satisfied it's all that like, you could read the person who doesn't speak English as a first language who put together like a compilation of like mechanical devices spinning but somehow fitting together yeah. or like you know things that are sort of gelatinous being cut perfectly it's like but yeah. it's never perfect it's like just see if you cannot be satisfied right. in this video <laughs> no one would phrase it that way you're just trying to say here's some cool looking shit I'm right. so satisfied I'm so satisfied but then it reminded me of this sketch from Conan from the 90s uh, where he used to flip through fake uh, fake shows you know it was a Oh a yeah German... Oh wait are you about to play right now they're in the middle of a show called
3: Stacking Blockit
2: where, oh. where contestants have to arrange items on a dresser at right angles Drei, zwei, eins, los <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's my nine in Oh god That was no, a different... visual comedy Not, not the best yeah. of podcasting We'll link to it Also I think that was Julie Brister Was it? That's my improv coach Who had that sketch Are you... Ten years later She would be my improv coach At UC Well
2: I uh, That's pretty interesting I don't You don't see a lot of uh, Women getting slapped In the face by men In comedy No that's By, true. by Nazis <laughs> Yeah By n- by Nazis she was
1: trying to organize things on a uh, dresser it's a, <laughs> at it's, right angles but she failed It's pretty funny yeah. um, so is not satisfied it is uh,
2: I don't know that ASMR stuff too it's, do you get, does it do it's anything just, for you guys
0: yeah uh, y- those videos don't those videos I can have that you need real life I, I can yeah, have feeling, I've had. i I've, I've had it since I was a kid and not being able to explain or justify this thing it's come up on the show a few times, but my triggers are not, like, audio. My, it's much more situational. Like, if I'm if I'm being patiently explained something that's either very simple or wrong, that sets me off.
3: <laughs> really? Like, if
0: someone... Like, pseudoscience things. Like, if someone is really calmly explaining to me my moon sign <laughs> or something like that, but in really earnest, they have to be kind of earnest and calm... <laughs> and give full. us a give us a little taste a little sample like,
2: I, I, I can't even do you ever get yourself off on it you ever, can you ASMR yourself I I can't maybe can other people can sit there and be like but then
0: I but that's the but thing like I wanted to go to bed early
3: <laughs> but I wasn't
0: tired but that's the thing that stuff doesn't like I I, I don't need it to be the kind of close to the mu- like I don't need that yeah. in the, and the sort of like all those kind of like like that kind of stuff that yeah. doesn't I don't. I don't need any of that. Like Jesse Case, who yeah. was the host, the third host of the show. Um, his he get, gets triggered apparently by hotel receptionists drawing you a map of how to get from the elevator oh, to sorry. your
3: bedroom.
0: <laughs> I thought that was also you, it's Jesse. No, but but it's very. I don't think I've ever been set off by that. But it's very close to stuff that would set me off. Because again, it's like, yeah, I know. I I can pretty sure I can so hang on tell me once more so i get <laughs> i get to i'm in room 328 so i go to <laughs> the third floor and there'll be an arrow pointing to the right which is which says 315 and up and that does it and and i follow it so for jesse it would be yeah and so you're gonna take a right out of the elevator and you're gonna go down and around the corridor and it'll be on the left hand side there like that would that was set Jesse off, and it would be close to something that was set me off as well.
1: Is it what? is it the holding back of laughter that's part of, it, or the giddy like, oh, I could I could do this, but I'm not going to. No, like-
0: I don't. I honestly don't know what it is. But I think I mentioned this year, years ago on this podcast. But the this wasn't the first time I'd ever experienced it. But this is my earliest memory of where I can I can remember a specific instance of it happening. And I know it wasn't the first time it happened to me because my memory includes the thought oh, I'm getting that tingling back thing again. Right. But it was, yeah, but it was, I was a, I was a kid with my, my family were, we were all on little glass bottom boat tour on holiday. And my sister and I had got bored from like looking over the edge of the fish or just got tired or whatever. And we sat down and then a man came over and said, uh, uh, Hey, if you walk, if you look over there, you can see down into the, uh, and see the fish like I had like it was it was like we hadn't thought of that or realized that and it was that slightly sort of patronizing element patronizingly explaining to me something that I knew <laughs>
1: I think it's, that's it's like, that's uh, one of the
0: things that sets me off even thinking about it now just I'm getting it right now
1: sort of, actually thinking about it but I'm trying to decide if the feeling I'm getting is the holding back of condescension or if it, like yeah you're be like yeah so is it sort of the same as a, a held in laugh which is also a fun feeling I, it's. I can't quite. Either way, the ASMR stuff. Even if you, I do get the sensation, but I can't imagine sitting around and your YouTube browsing and being like, I want to feel that for like an hour or something. Like it's.
2: I mean, I, it just sounds like porn. It is. A kind I don't of think porn. it's that crazy of a of a thing. I think it's just it's if you when you listen to porn, that's how porn sounds. That's how the people talk in porn. Yeah. And then when they're like, I'm gonna take my my beekeeper outfit off now, you know and it's the it's the slow unzipping of zippers and it's the buckles and you know it buckles if it's a porn that's been made after a hundred years ago <laughs> for sure uh, <laughs> world war two and then um, you know or any of those soft sounds that's those are all the sounds that you get when you get when you listen to when you have the audio on for porn like if, uh, as if you're not you know which if you're not watching it in public you you know you have the audio
1: on or off depending
2: on if it's a
1: public or private viewing but i you're familiar with the the meme of uh, rule 34 what's that it's a originated from a 2003 web comic um there is porn of it no exceptions if it exists there's porn of it basically everything is porn if you could think of it as a genre that could exist of porn there is a genre of that that exists as porn so okay it's rule 34 So
2: ASMR is a version of porn
1: I mean by definition But that's almost too uh, But so is This black water you're drinking Which we didn't even talk about yet But uh, whatever Anything is But uh, But Matt and I worked on a clip show On Ridiculousness And sometimes researchers would send us videos Of like a very large person Smacking Smacking the fat of their belly just a youtube video of that for like five minutes straight uh-huh. we're like stop sending us porn this was made to se- <laughs> it was literally made to sexually titillate someone with that right just because they're not showing yeah. body parts that make the, it porn the, re- by the this clip researchers is like
0: here's a crazy video and we're like it's porn. no this is like a thing that is some people's thing and it's put on the internet so that they can jerk off to
2: it that's 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 what is weird to me about the asmr stuff people are definitely jerking off to it
0: Maybe, but I think more people just like people are falling asleep to it, or it just helps relax them,
2: uh, but they're getting off on it because just, of a porn related thing
0: well, I don't well, I mean it depends how loosely you define porn because it is also just if you mean it sort of triggers some base sort of they're getting aroused a, by it not necessarily no, but I ara- mean, they're not neck on tangles, your definition of but not sexually aroused
1: oh what's your definition of sex people some people can have like orgasms that don't even involve genitalia, so is that sex, you know like What's your definition of sex, man? Hey, yeah. <laughs> Open your eyes, sheeple. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going
3: with
0: this. I don't know. Listeners, if, if you specialize in this, I know we have got some neuroscientists who listen to this show. I don't know. How, I don't, is, there, is there science? Have there, Has there been research into ASMR now? I'm and sure And, there and into what counts as They don't need arousal. to, it's porn.
2: <laughs> I, I know it. I know it. it. Sounds like porn. You're getting aroused because of a porn thing. I think even when they're telling you to go, go left and go right and go down, I think that's like some sadomasochistic thing yeah. where you you know you might get aroused by people like telling you what to do. Which one's the and, I go, which a new one?
0: study published in Nature? <laughs> lead researcher Nick Vaderock right. concludes it is porn
2: I got I got some squirrels I've been doing uh <laughs> watching what squirrels are into their sexual habits which, you know I, I crinkled some paper next to a squirrel and he yeah, had the same reaction as when he mates so
1: I do you know that- the, the 1964 Supreme Court Justice Potter Stewart thing about porn I thought it was more recent than that. I thought it was in the 80s but is this the I'll know it if I see it? it is exactly it I know it when I see it that's how the Supreme Court defined obscenity Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh
2: boy, what year was that?
1: 1964 in Jacobellis versus Ohio. Oh man,
0: <laughs> I wouldn't want to be Ohio right now.
1: Is that still the uh, precedent? I I don't I don't know. It's just a thing that I've heard. I, I it seems so 80s that I assumed it was someone on the court in the 80s or Ed Meese came to mind for some reason. Who's Ed Meese? I know that name is just something in my head from. I
2: I got annoyed because. Uh, I guess Adam Adam Carolla has a, a movie coming out with somebody else. I'm, I'm unfamiliar with these guys. I know Adam a little bit from Man Show. That's about all I know about him. But I, I, I guess they've gone a little. They lean a little right these days, and they have some movie coming out. And I guess the bill, the First Amendment, they have like a School of Rock First Amendment bill. Yeah, First, School of Rock style First Amendment bill. They, I guess gets shot. And they had a screenshot out of whatever, and it's like Wait, the bill. What?
1: I don't get it. School of Rock. Do you remember School of Rock? Yeah.
2: Uh, right. Yeah. And then, uh, and then they was like, "I'm a bill. This is how I become a oh, bill." Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You
1: mean Schoolhouse Rock? Schoolhouse I'm Rock. Jack Black, and I'm like, so what? sorry. Okay, sorry. good corrections. No, i trying Rock. to.
2: Yeah, I just didn't get it. School. Mind. Yeah, totally different thing. Schoolhouse Rock. It was that Saturday morning cartoon, right? To PSA teach you about or whatever. Civics he's like, he's like, "Well, when I become a law, this is." So they have like some First Amendment bill. And I guess it gets shot and there's blood all over. And because of that, they had to get a PG-13 rating instead of a PG rating.
1: For this new Adam Carolla movie.
2: Yeah. And they were complaining about this, blaming liberals silencing free speech. Now, and and they were saying the pure irony of it is I guess their movie is about free speech. And then now they can't have now they're getting this PG-13 rating
1: (laughs) which is as we know the death of of box office revenue a nothing
2: rating (laughs) PG-13 anyone just to be clear because
0: the ratings are different in different countries PG-13 just
1: means any child can still see this movie Not, not enforceable at the theater, anyway, I don't think it's just a suggested.
0: Thing. Okay, because in Britain, I think it means any child can come as long as they're accompanied by an adult.
1: No R, you can any age can go to R if they're with a parent.
0: Oh, because in Britain, that's different, and you get like 15 plus and 18 plus certificates, which are uh, you have to be over that age, I believe, to see the film in a. Cinema. I'm
1: pretty sure that's what NC17, which replaced X, is here. Okay. No child under 17, or no child. But, but what kid under 13's going to the movie with other parents anyway? Uh, well, I mean, twelve-year-olds. I don't. I used to go to movies without. At a 12? Parents. Yeah.
2: Really? Pretty advanced kid. How'd you get there?
1: You got dropped off? I think sometimes I rode my bike. Uh, it's back you, in the must, day, man. I, don't, I wasn't <laughs>
2: allowed to leave the street.
0: By the way, the famous British obscenity trial was the one for Lady Chatterley's Lover, the D.H. Lawrence book in the the trial was in the 60s, and it was most famous because the. Uh, hang on, let me get the. Ex- I, I'm getting the exact quote right, because uh, the prosecutor, the prosecutor asked in the trial, "If this is the kind of book you would wish your wife or your servants to read?" <laughs> that was uh,
2: that was their. That's why it was bad. Yeah, so he was
0: like saying to the jury. Would you, read, would you let your wife read this? Would you let your wife or your servants read this? Read this <laughs> you don't want to poison book?
1: the mind of your servants? <laughs> In the 19, exactly 1960s, this was? 1960. You guys are... You, as a culture, are... <laughs>
0: to be fair, this was an aging lawyer, and he was, and that oh, basically lost him the case. Like oh, okay. He was laughed at it. They lost the case.
1: Right.
2: So he has no qualm with calling them servants. No. But he doesn't want them to uh, read anything. They've got spacey. delicate
1: sensibilities. What I think is most amazing is after that, D.H. Lawrence famously then quit writing and and started a successful shipping company, which is still around today. Can you guys believe that? Is that right? Yeah, D.H.L. You, you guys don't ever ship via...
2: <laughs> That's right. I was freaking good I'm going to
0: double back, by the way, because we bounced off ages yes, ago. mouthwash. Mouthwash. So there are various theories for why post-exercise hy- hypertension happens, why the, the blood vessels stay uh, dilated. And... One theory that Beskos and his team had, based on other research, involves the natural microbial environment or microbiome of our mouths. A byproduct of nitric oxide, called nitrate, is often gobbled up by certain mouth bacteria. These bacteria then process nitrate into another chemical called nitrite, which is absorbed back into the body when we swallow saliva. And some of it is again turned back into nitric oxide. They theorize that this process gets enough nitric oxide back into our bloodstream, where it helps keep our blood pressure low. Mouthwash was simply a way for them to test out the theory. They used antibacterial mouthwash containing chlorohexidine, which is an antiseptic used in many prescriptions, strength, and some over the counter mouthwashes. Which they did because they had evidence that it was an effective method to inhibit the activity of oral bacteria. Yeah, and then particularly the nitrate synthesis in the mouth. They had 23 healthy adults. They had the volunteers run on a treadmill for a half hour on two separate occasions. Then they were kept under close watch and had their blood pressure monitored for two hours. During those two hours, they were randomly assigned to periodically swig either mouthwash or a placebo, and on the second trip, they took whichever liquid they had the first time around. I don't know what a placebo mouthwash consists of. I guess just a mint waterer?
1: I mean, yeah, right? When, Which,
0: why not just make it that?
1: Well, I think mouthwash isn't just supposed to be something that masks a smell, but have actual
0: right. antimicrobial so it, when the people, so it has this chlorhexidine yeah. in it. When the people took the mouthwash as opposed to bl- the placebo, the team found their blood pressure wasn't lowered by as much. And by the two-hour mark, the post-exercise effect had disappeared completely. The mouthwash didn't likely kill off bacteria on mass in the mouth since the diversity of the microbiome was left unchanged, but it did seem to drastically reduce their ability to produce nitrite and led to lower levels of nitrite in people's saliva and blood.
1: It's, uh, it's another... Example of this this gut Yeah gut flora. I mean if you can consider that it's all part of the GI tract, that's the beginning yeah. and the end of so that tract seem to have big impacts on
0: Totally. And Beskos noticed most people noted most people probably aren't downing a bottle of mouthwash every time they finish a jog, but there are broader implications of the research, provided those results hold up with larger studies that they're gonna follow up with. For one, that we know that people with high blood pressure have tub- trouble lowering it even when they seem to be following their doctor's advice and exercising more people with high blood pressure might also be more likely to have gum disease which could affect the oral microbiome so it's not implausible to think that the latter condition might be affecting their blood pressure although more research is needed to prove that link said bezos or beskos rather and while the mouthwash wasn't the key part of his team's study other research this year suggested that regular use can possibly even raise blood pressure in people rather than weaken the benefits of exercise
1: which is so funny because, like, I've also heard that the biggest way to stave off heart disease is to... Is oral ...take health. care of your mouth. <laughs> right. Really? And, like, every time I go to the dentist now, like, I finally, as a late adult, uh, adopted... Or, like, you know, later than I should have, adopted a good flossing habit. So now I don't get, like, reprimanded at the dentist anymore. But they also ask, like, do you use a mouthwash? And I'm like, no, no. I floss and brush every day. But uh, they're all like, you gotta get on the mouthwash thing. And I own some, but I never, I never do it. And uh, now I don't even know if I should.
2: I mean, now... Oh, man. Now, the more I hear about, like, how, oh, what did I read the other day about a guy who doesn't, sh- there's a thing, there's people who don't shower, and they feel like, if they don't, they don't shower because they feel like the bacteria that's on you is supposed to be on you, they are and different, supposed to protect you.
1: Like, I heard a podcast Maria Bamford did where she had, her father is a dermatologist, and he's... A, a dermatologist who advocates not using soap. Like he gives, yeah. his, he gives his his yeah. patients a jokey bar of soap that's just made of wood. Like, use this. Like, <laughs> you shouldn't use. Soap. I, I mean, I don't know. And I'm, I'm a serial shower. I mean, I yeah, shower. I love to shower. I love it. Yeah,
2: I love it so much. I hate that LA has a water thing because I love just to just be it feels in good there. to be clean. It feels so good to be clean, and um, and you smell good. Yeah, and people who don't shower stink. <laughs> and i don't think they're healthy. <laughs> how, could, how could they be? They don't smell healthy. Things that stink, isn't that sort of like the thing that science does yeah. is it when something stinks that's how shit stinks so Stay you know not to it. eat it. <laughs> you know? That's I mean, tr- rotten shit stuff. So, that's smells. true, but there are also
0: there are cultural aspects to that. Like people what we think smells and what we think doesn't smell has changed culturally over the years. I think shit Has always stunk Shit has always that Makes I, sense shit, From that it the has first
2: always. Caveman Dropped a deuce They were like Do we eat this It's like Nah man
1: Shit and rotten food And certain things like that Absolutely are but It also, makes sense That seeing vomit even Seeing someone vomit Even makes you want to do that Because that was like yeah. Also a preventative thing If you all in a yeah. tribe Ate something bad But
0: you're it, not like Oh free food
2: Like <laughs> no no I only, that didn't want but
1: But here, Here's
0: one example Of it being more nuanced As you get older Your taste for bitter food And away from sweeter Foods changes like kids don't like generally as a rule don't like food that has any level of bitterness and have a much sweeter tooth than adults have mm-hmm. and i th- i believe and i write in please again biologists if i'm wrong about this but i think part of that reason is most food that like things that are poisonous things like sort of poisonous leaves and stuff have a bitterness to them but also health- some healthy things are bitter mm-hmm. so evolution has given humans no taste for the bitter things until they are old enough to be able to discern in other ways other than just shoving it in your mouth and seeing whether it's good or not right yeah. so that i think that's one example but then there are there are cultural things some societies are far more into like heavily perfumed smells whereas other cultures would find that scent disgusting and like you know someone wandering in with deodorant and some perfume under under their on their neck would be oh what is that smell but they are far more au fait with body odors
1: yeah and one thing i would say that's in defense of not that you have to defend whatever culture standards you have of cleanliness but like it's a pretty recent phenomenon in the history of our species to be densely populated right and that brought with it like imagine being right you wouldn't be on the, the equivalent of on the subway together in a, in a hunter gatherer days, which we've spent most of our history as a species, yeah. as. so like, which
0: is a relief because if you think about it, like how would you hold onto the strap with one hand and hold your belt up? Okay. <laughs>
1: exactly, your pants are going to fall right down.
0: And then read the newspaper. You can't do
2: that. You just got. To...
1: But yeah, I mean, I think people. It was a problem people didn't have to face until suddenly we were able to be packed together, and then like. So I don't think it's that bad that we're doing these things that are sort of like counter to our nature. Like, yeah, it's natural to do a lot of things that are now. Not repulsive, but like it's okay to to do something that's counter to human nature. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like deodorant or whatever. I mean, given right. if if it doesn't, co- and who even knows if parabens and aluminum cause things that people tell you they do from deodorants and stuff. But like, yeah, I think it's reasonable. We're trying not to have our natural smells since we're always around other people in a way we weren't before. I
2: mean, you you have like this the you know the whole tech does, does technology cause more problems than it solves and you have the the e-vapes which were supposed to be solutions that cause more problems you have mouthwash that's supposed to be a solution causing this other problem technically it's still a solution but yeah
1: it, it, right no, sorry, but chem- would you chem- rather chemistry have joke. chemistry joke sorry ah sorry.
2: Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> see I like I, you can tell I liked it because I had to uh <laughs> it's have, a, have it a good joke requires
1: it. you to stop a conversation, <laughs> restate it. I wish I was correct smarter. joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is
2: correct, sir. Um I don't know, maybe we 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 didn't have these things for so long. We didn't brush our teeth for centuries, you know, we didn't wear deodorant for centuries. We didn't vape for centuries, and uh, it, it, that was fine. And I mean, uh, by
1: fine, you mean we didn't live very long, but like we lived long enough to reproduce, which is kind of yeah, all that evolution cares about. <laughs> yeah,
2: you forget that like George Washington and those—they were like what are they like? They were like nineteen, right? They're like twenty or something when <laughs> they died. Yeah, I, I, I well, or when they were like president. I was, was the first state. I picture president. them. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> who actually who was younger on average? Well, hang on. Uh, taking Frank. Benjamin Franklin out of the picture because I know because he I think he pulls up the average doesn't he of, of, the found- still of the, I still think I still think he found- was 28 when he died
2: yeah when he had that whole bald ponytail <laughs> bifocals 29 he was just tops.
0: like the one of the founding fathers who they sent <laughs> looked, out a bit he looked terrible yeah He's just like one guy who always looked old as a kid, yeah. like the high school kid that you sent to get beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Benjamin
1: Franklin was buying beer. Put the for kite All down. the other fathers. This is the downside of going to bed early and waking up early, right?
2: I mean, <laughs> you look like hell. Sure, makes him a healthy, wealthy. Yeah. You well, know, he okay. also got hit by lightning like every time he did <laughs> <Yeah>. an experiment. <laughs> just put the kite. Cal- Would you just go out once without the kite? Take the key off at least. <laughs> <laughs> that key doesn't. There's no doors up there. <laughs> um. What were you? But what, but what you I I'm. On average,
0: r- removing Franklin from the equation, who was younger, the Founding Fathers at the at the moment of founding the country, or the Beatles at the moment of disbanding the Beatles? Oh, I think Founding Fathers were younger. Yeah? Because the average- they were both freakishly young.
1: The average... I've got it. You got it. Let's hear it. Just quick googling. Uh, the average age of the signers of the Declaration of Independence was forty-four. No, uh, well, hey, really, but more than a dozen of them were thirty-five or younger. So it, it might. I mean, but Benjamin why did I Franklin think they were like nineteen? What
0: was that median much. age?
1: Um, well, that, I'm trying to find a meet Okay, let's see. Uh, da-da-da. Which average are we using right now? I know it's probably the mean age, and not the. I can't see why it'd be a median, but I'm gonna try to find a median. Andrew Jackson was nine. What is this article? What do you see? He was about? nine. <laughs> see, I
2: he brought their all their averages down. Wait, that's what, what messed with
1: the, me. What am I looking at? Hold on a second. That's the first. Uh, oh.
2: He died when
0: he was
1: twelve. I mean, that's probably the age he was when it was signed. But
0: <laughs> he also wasn't, wasn't one of the founding fathers,
1: no, was he? No, that's one I of I the founding don't, kids. I don't get what I'm looking at. This is a they never talk about the founding kids. <laughs> Oh, maybe just someone considers him a founding father, and they're just listing the ages of everyone who's ever called that in 1776, but that you would never... I've never heard him called the founding father. Um yeah. He was also the fifth Beatle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just... Who knows? It was Stu Suckiff, Pete Best, uh, Billy Preston, and Andrew Jackson... Um, Benjamin Franklin was seventy. Samuel Whitmore was eighty-one. The oldest. Okay, well
0: that fucks up the average a lot.
2: Well, um, I was very wrong about that. I thought I thought a lot of those guys were in their twenties.
1: No, there's a lot of twenties. But again, there's <laughs> also a nine-year-old, a twelve-year-old, and a fifteen-year-old on this list that I found on Huffington Post. <laughs> also, I can't read fast enough to find out if they. What are they defining as? No, give me the.
2: But if they were living until it 80 and 79, then they, people were living long back then. You know, they weren't brushing their teeth the whole, although they did they had wooden teeth back then, I guess. I,
1: I want to say that even all the things we all say about how much lifespan has increased isn't even that accurate, because it's more about getting past like, infant mortality and stuff. Like once you cross a certain age, then the average lifespan was pretty comparable to, to today. Like a few hundred years ago wasn't that much different from now. It's just so many people would die very young that it skewed the mean age at Uh, death but like once you cross right
0: yeah if you if you made it to 20 you had a pretty good chance of making it to 70 plus wow it's
1: kind of like the lifespan of like a black versus white man in america is so much informed by up to the age of 30 if you get past 30 then those, those those even out right but like various you know cultural things that uh, make it more dangerous to be a young black man than a white man in this country but then how far back do we go
2: where people like living to be in their 70s and 80s on the reg once they got past that point of no return
1: right there must have been some line where okay ushistory.org has the signers I'm guessing they don't have the ages next to them do they god damn it that's for you guys to research at home but like yeah I feel like they were pretty hip young the signers were youngsters by and large. Do you ever wonder like a
2: total tangent? you ever wonder what they did? Sometimes I watch uh, like Netflix for like nine hours in a row and I'm like, man, if I didn't have Netflix, I don't know what I would do all day.
1: What do you do with your day? I mean, I feel like everyone was just either doing manual labor or reading, Like, What else was there to do in the world? I guess.
2: I mean like, but if you were like in a relationship, I feel like if I'm in a relationship, you know, we date somebody now you just kind of sometimes you run out of stuff to do and thank goodness there's Netflix to like yeah. <laughs> like keep the relationship going and like what did they do when when they I guess they just tried not I guess a lot of, yeah I was it was like let's not die
1: let's try to not die together but I don't know what you do with your, I don't know what do you do with in that's the relationship back when you you'd have like a hoop and a stick and that's the game you just push it down the streets so it's like honey it's your turn to do the hoop and the stick
2: that's that was like a Friday night. That's, that's your activity, and you weren't like you were never like we've done this like a hundred nights in a row. I want
1: mean, to I
2: want to stick hoop with somebody else.
1: I mean, before they invented the paddle ball, like what else was there to do to kill time?
0: Okay, by the way, just the Beatles were definitely younger. In all of them, they were definitely younger.
3: Yeah,
0: at the point the that the Beatles disbanded, I think Ringo was the oldest, and he was in his late twenties and. Here we go. The signers of the de- the youngest signer of the Declaration of Independence. So Alexander Hamilton was 21 but he See, wasn't one of the, That's but, what I was thinking. But he wasn't one of the signatories of the declaration.
2: That's not who I was thinking
0: of. Uh, okay. Thomas Lynch Jr was 26, Edward Rutledge was 26, George Walton was 27, Thomas Hayward Jr was 29, Benjamin Rush was 30, Elbridge Gerry was 31. I would not know any of those names. The first I recognize is Jefferson who was 33.
2: Well that's interesting. That there's all these founding fathers that nobody's no one ever talks about
0: yeah i don't if there was a trivia question that was like what do all these people have in common you had like benjamin rush thomas haywood um george walter like even if it was like their names are all found on what famous document? i would have to right it'll be a wild guess to get declaration of independence james wilson uh arthur middleton william hooper thomas stone john penn william packer George Wait, Clymer, Thomas Nelson Jr.
1: Is he related to the uh the Charles Warf- Carroll? The no the pen is it uh <laughs> Who's Pennsylvania named for again? Is it know. William Penn? Who's William the famous pen? Wasn't he your founding father? I thought William Penn was a famous one.
0: I don't know. Anyway, uh hey, who wants to do a, a skull
2: story? Yes.
0: Oh, I love skull stories. In fact, specifically a very, very old skull. I just chucked it at the top of the document. You know, there, honestly,
2: newer skulls kind of creep me out. Yeah. Uh, older skulls I'm a lot more comfortable around.
1: All By the way, uh, William Penn was 100 years earlier. I don't want to sound dumb. I was, whatever. I didn't know that. I'm, I was, was dumb. Yeah. All bets
0: are now off on which ape was human's ancestor. Researchers have discovered a nearly complete 3.8 million year old skull of an early ape-like human ancestor in Ethiopia. Analysis of the new specimen challenges ideas about how the first humans evolved from ape-like ancestors. The current view is that an ape named Lucy was among a species that gave rise to the first early humans, but that may have to be reconsidered. The discovery is reported in the journal Nature. The skull was found by Professor Johannes Hali Selassie at a place called Mirodora, which is in the Miller district of Ethiopia's Afar regional state. According to this BBC News article, the scientist who is affiliated with the Cleveland Museum of Natural History in Ohio, said he immediately recognized the significance of the fossil. He said, oh my goodness, am I seeing what I think I am? And jumped up and down. (laughs) Professor Haile Selassie says... The article
1: actually says he was jumping up and down. It sounds like you were editorializing there, but... uh. Nope. It says...
0: I was actually... I was slightly rephrasing the words, but his direct quote in this article is... And all of a sudden, I was jumping up and down, and that's when I realized this is what I had dreamt. Professor Haile Selassie says the specimen is the best yet example of the ape-like human ancestor called Australopithecus anamensis. Let me repeat that last word. anamensis. There we go. The oldest known Australopithecine, whose kind may have existed as far back as 4.2 million years ago. It's thought this was the direct ancestor of a later more advanced species called Australopithecus afarensis which in turn has been considered the direct ancestor of the early humans the first early humans in the genus Homo which includes all humans alive today The discovery of the first afarensis skeleton in 1974 caused a sensation she was nicknamed Lucy by the research Did you know why? Do you
1: know why she was nicknamed Lucy? I didn't know that. No
0: she was nicknamed because apparently the song Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds was playing at the excavation site at the time of it wow. a It's a big
1: thing for paleontologists and, and archaeologists to just name things for what they're listening to like there's a there's a Mark Knopfler dinosaur oh yeah people listen to Dire Straits yeah Yeah.
2: that's why you gotta be careful what you're listening to <laughs> yeah, you can't know. listen to big butts cannot lie and <laughs> yeah. they got a big Buttsaurus or something
0: this is the uh, hominid fuck the police.
1: <laughs> but actually, uh, Sir Mixoloticus is a pretty cool dinosaur. Name. Pretty cool. is. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs>
1: I know he doesn't sing fuck the police. I was going back to big butts. Uh, but public anemesis also works. Public anemesis.
0: <laughs> I actually, I bet, I bet you um, there is something called, because there are so many discovered organisms, right down to bacteria and fungi stuff. So oh, yeah. I bet there is, I wouldn't be surprised if there is a public enmesis.
1: Probably. Yeah,
2: I mean they had to get creative.
0: Because
1: there's always articles,
0: we've had them on the show multiple times where something has been named after a celebrity or a TV show or something.
2: Yeah. what's the, what, Do you remember like the most ridiculous thing anyone's ever named something? Because that's sort of, that's the, I mean one of the benefits of being the discoverer is yeah. you get to like name it.
1: Um I did oh man I was watching Only Connect and I found out a great origin story for a, a an element name and I can't think of it now it's one of the higher numbered ones Oh oh uh did you know about an element called um let me see if I can reverse engineer it If you had to guess what the what the name uh, armalconium comes from Armalconium
2: I mean, it sounds like a Batman thing.
1: Wait a second, is this real or did Victoria Cohen Mitchell make this up? Oh no, I'm sorry. It's not. It's not an element. It's 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 a, uh, a mineral. Arm alkalite A R M A L C O L I T E, and it was first found at Tranquility Base on the Moon in 1969. What do you think Armalcolite gets its name from, Matt? Armalcolite. R A R M A L. C O L I T E, nineteen sixty nine found on the moon. Armstrong is that's the A R M right, and then there's also A L and C O L and then I T E.
2: So arm is Armstrong. A L and then A L
1: is it Alan Shepard?
0: Oh, Buzz well, Aldrin. Aldrin. Oh, okay, Collins. C O L. Oh, Aldrin Armstrong,
1: and Collins. Aldrin. That Collins. makes sense. Yeah, ah. for the three Apollo eleven dudes. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. So like that's not an element that's a that's a mineral mineral, titanium rich mineral
2: it's kind of a tribute to them but they can't really brag about it because they got to like explain it to people
1: you guys know armalcolite, obviously. Yeah. Everyone's always talking about it. Well, the uh, the C O L in that part is uh,
2: mm. they drink they drink water. My,
1: mm, is that armalcolite? Armalcolite.
0: <laughs> so, hailed as the first ape to have walked, Lucy captured the public's attention. But writing a commentary in Nature, Professor Fred Spohr of London's Natural History Museum said, Anamensis looks set to become another celebrated icon of human evolution. The reason for this likely elevator stas- status is because we can now say." That Animesis and actually overlapped in time. The former did not evolve directly into the latter in a neat linear ma- manner as previously supposed. The realization comes about through the reinterpretation that the new fossil brings to bear on a previously discovered 3.9 million year old skull fragment. That fragment had been assigned to Animesis. Scientists can now see it's actually the remains of Anaferensis, pushing the species' origin deeper into the past. It's now apparent the two species must have coexisted for at least 100,000 years. What likely happened is that a small group of Anamensis isolated itself from the main population and over time evolved into aferensis because of adaptations to local conditions. The two types rubbed along for a while before the remnant amine- Anamensis died out. The finding is important because it suggests that the additional overlaps with other advanced ape like species must may also have occurred increasing the number of potential evolutionary routes for the first humans. In short, although this latest discovery does not disprove Lucy's kind gave rise to the Homo group, it does bring other recently named species into contention. Professor Haile Selassie says all bets are now off as to which species is humans' direct ancestor. For a long time, aferensis was considered the best candidate as an ancestor to our kind, but not in any position... We're not in that position anymore. Now we can look back at the species that may have existed at the time and examine which one may have been most like the first human.
1: Uh, I think this next uh, part's interesting about the missing link. Do you want to do, you wanna do I it? I know that, yeah, it so said the term missing link drives anthropologists crazy when they hear anyone, especially journalists, use it to describe a fossil that's part ape and part human. Indeed, Dr. Henry G, a senior editor at Nature, once threatened to, quote, rip my liver out and eat it with onions, borlotti beans, and a glass of... Claret? Is that a kind of wine? Should uh, it not be Chianti? Is this? The I mean, I, I thought it was a reference to uh, Silence of the Lambs, also, but I guess not. If I like I did that he so, was trying
2: to, but he got it kind of wrong.
1: <laughs> right, right. Said, frankly, my dear, of this I care not much. <laughs> uh, yeah, Fuck this he he's shit. threatened to do all those things if, if the author of this article used the term missing link when reporting a previous discovery.
2: Is it like the God particle, where they just? they just hate that term god particle
1: i bet they do yeah i forgot and then there's also been people saying that it means a different thing like it means like oh the god damn it particle but then i've heard that's not true and like it's silly. oh
2: like that's what it's originally from and then they got that
1: was one version then i heard that debunked so i don't even want to i don't even want to look it up but i'm i'm sure we covered it at some point when we talked to people involved in that but um do you remember Matt?
2: I remember being a journalist. The, the journalist really caught on to that term. Yeah, and it of course. Doesn't, it it's not like what they're trying to go for. It doesn't proving or disproving yeah, religion with a yeah. physics, physics discovery. Um, so the missing link is this. It's
1: uh, no one's looking for it. Well, it's uh, the reasons for this other doctor's irritation with the term is that recognition that there are many links in the chain of human evolution, and most, if not nearly all of them, are still missing. So there's not going to be. A one magic bullet of this whole thing. Hmm. So Anamensis is the latest in a string of recent discoveries that shows that there was no smooth line of ascent to modern humans. We still don't know, huh? Truth is far more complex. I mean, which is true of most complicated things. <laughs> They're complicated, like right. when we had Alex Platt on and we were talking about genetics. Everyone thinks, oh, we mapped the genome now we can say here's the thing that gives you blue eyes. Here's the thing that does no. Everything's everything's fucking complicated as it turns out. Yeah, we
2: didn't even <laughs> no know more. mouthwash. We just we just we're, we're still figuring out mouthwash.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, there was the big gay gene story that came out as well since we last recorded an episode.
1: Oh, I haven't heard news on that. We
0: are we're running um, we're running low on time, but there a new they had basically a, a massive study of all the information out there so far, and uh, it, and basically said there is no gay gene, which I thought was pretty much known already, in that. It was certainly wouldn't just
1: be one gene, but... Uh, I wish I could think of... I mean, Ash isn't the right punchline to that, but like... I was going to say Billie, <laughs> Billie Jean King. The, oh, okay. I thought I was going with a brand, but... Um, but I wasn't
2: sure of Billie Jean even... King. Billie Jean King was gay, right? I think yes. so.
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: a, a huge new study finds a faint hint of genetic variation that may be linked to same-sex behavior. So, just a faint hint. The study broadly reinforces the observation that both biology and a person's environment influence sexuality, but the results reveal very little about that biology. So, the research is the latest effort in a decades-long quest to understand the inherited components of sexuality. Studies find that siblings are more likely to share their sexual orientation, which suggests a genetic link... Previous quests for genes linked to sexuality have been unconvincing. The latest research, published in Science, involves nearly half a million middle-aged people from Britain who volunteered to donate blood samples and answer questionnaires for a project called UK Biobank. Scientists paired that data with information from tens of thousands of people of European ancestry who volunteered to answer sex-related questions for 23andMe, the genetics testing company. The study didn't focus on a person's sexual identity or desires. Instead, what we really focus on is behavior, says co-author Benjamin Neal, a geneticist and data scientist at the Broad Institute. The scientist looked at genetic variants in people who said they had at least one sexual partner of the same sex and compared those to variants in people who said they have not had same-sex encounters. That provides a limited view of sexuality because a single encounter does not define a person's sexuality. The study looked through millions of genetic variants to see if any significant differences appeared It identified just five variants that stood out out from the millions analyzed, and the important conclusion is they represent very, very small effects, says Neil. Together, the five variants account for much less than 1% of the variability in the traits we're looking at. That's
1: not much at all.
0: Yeah, the scientists found virtually nothing in common among the people who reported having at least one same-sex experience in their lifetime, and the results reveal little, if anything, about the biology that might underlie these genetic variants.
2: What do they
1: want to, uh, what is the point like, why do they want uh, to discover that's, this? That's the thing that's sort of troubling because if the point is like, I'm allowed to hate them if they choose to do it, right? <laughs> like, well, right. even if they do, it doesn't mean you're allowed to. You know, it shouldn't matter whether something. Well, that, I mean, is, that that's, it's that, also not choice. It's like
0: no, but yeah. that I mean that also reads you. And there are there are quite a few articles I read in the last couple of weeks that were talking about that kind of thing. There is a if the researchers involved in this thing. This is a much longer article. We'll post it on um, the probably science.com show notes. But the there is always that danger playing in there of like, yeah. well, you are doing science and you're trying to come, you're trying to advance the world's knowledge, but also you're very aware that you're dabbling in quite a loaded
3: mm-hmm. uh,
1: in, environment. In a way, in a a way that it doesn't have to be loaded, though,
0: It doesn't but. have to be. But it's from multiple sides, the implication of whatever you discover could be misinterpreted right. in right. awkward and confusing and difficult ways
2: it's science you're asking questions you're exploring answers I guess I understand that but um, yeah there is this like why? You know, like there is just
1: other things we can explore. Oh, I um, mean, I don't, I don't take that angle on it. I am curious about it too. Like, I would want to know uh, just because it's interesting to know what makes anything happen. In- I guess,
2: yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I get the value of it. I understand the value of it, uh, but it does seem like, well, as long, but if you don't find this gay gene, then it's you are just giving. You know, fuel for these like sort of anti-gay people out there well, to crazy. be like, see, it is a choice. And it's like it's like what like a friend of mine, I we talked to and we had a very long discussion about a lot of different things about like nature versus nurture. And are you born or do you develop it or is, you know, and, and all sorts of things. And, and, you know, she was just like, you know, what? it doesn't matter. It's just if you're gay, you're gay, you know, and it's just you well, support right. them. And then it doesn't matter. How it became, you know, uh, if it is a gene or if they were born that way or, if or environmental or whatever, the the environmental fact. or uh, parents or what? Who well, or
0: knows. even if it is full free choice.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, yeah exactly. Take exactly. the other end of it. Does that mean you're allowed to discriminate because someone made a choice you don't like? That also doesn't mean you're allowed to discriminate. So <laughs> it doesn't. Right. I, I, right, I don't think it's right. a reason you shouldn't even touch the subject because you're afraid of... That's a great it point, too. The, the,
2: does anyone ever talk to them about that? Like, even if they did choose it,
1: why who cares? does that mean you can suddenly hate them? Right. right.
0: Yeah. But, the, but the, I think that... I, I believe that is a conversation that is happening in sort of activist zones. You know, the, a push away... I think for many years now, there has been a push away from the born-this-way way of framing things, even though it obviously... It's a very easy shorthand because it does... It is much easier to say to people just like, hey, there's no choice. This is just how they're wired. So stop right. being prejudiced. Right. But it does have all those inherent problems of like, oh, so if they weren't born that way, it would... Be a bad choice that they've or is right. wrong the in some fact way. that yeah. you
1: ever used Born This Way as a defense, yeah. okay, that yeah, is like yeah. later. But but I like, mean, like, if you're saying it's the, you're wired this way, well, yeah, you might not have been born with that wiring, but that wiring got installed and now it's there, right. You can't unwire what happened in those formative years. If it was environmental, it's also not your control. So if your thing is about choice, that also isn't. I mean, I don't believe in free will either, but that's a whole different thing because we still have to have crime and punishment in a world that doesn't have actual free will. So you have to have a made-up construct that is... But whatever. Yes, we're all the victims of of all of our accumulated experience of which we really had no control. But this
2: is all a program and a simulation.
1: I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, yeah, everything came from a, a thing, events in the past dictated where you are right now. And you, there, was right. No, there was no you that had a lot of control over those. That doesn't really matter for
2: we're societal We're an amalgamation questions. of all of our experiences yeah. and... Yeah, it it, but it it is like it is it is an interesting thing that I don't hear enough people talk. You are it's not that it's not whether or not you were born this you are this way. Yeah, and that's all that should matter, and that's all that should be important. And I I think religion is a huge part of like why the born this way thing is even talked about. You know, it's just like because they're saying because it's a it is a great argument against religion because I you know I think um, yeah if you say someone's born this way then it's 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 a Argument against religion. The fact that religion is even has a say in this is is completely ridiculous. Yeah, uh, they they, they just need to stay out of this because uh, that's just well, that's a whole other thing. That well, with that solved, <laughs> we, we figured it. it out. We did it. All today. right, science. We what songs it. playing while we discovered uh, yeah. so we can name our discovery. <laughs> Upstairs music. We'll call it upstairs because I can hear your neighbors' upstairs music. There
0: is some quite like heavy like Euro dance music coming from upstairs. I think
1: I didn't even hear it, until I took off the headphones. You think it's coming through? I, I don't, don't think it's coming. I don't, coming. Think, I don't think it's being picked up
0: in the mic, but I'm feeling it through my feet.
2: That's
1: really. Oh, you
0: must
2: have all your toes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you must hate a reggae. Key
2: thing for music. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh no, no, Nick! How can our listeners find you and everything you do?
2: Oh, uh, well, uh, definitely uh, check out uh the episode that you're on i'm not sure when it's coming out but it's coming out this season well you uh, get, get rich nick.
0: subscribe to get rich nick i'll pop up on the feed at some point
2: absolutely um, and either
0: way subscribe to it, and you can hear about yeah your yeah. mutual All... varying successes with plasma donation and
2: task yeah. rabbit it's uh, uh plasma so far it's plasma donation uh when does this come out this come. this out, will come out in the next day or so <laughs> so yeah this week uh, it was a uh, sweet yeah we're Brand new, so Joe, so hop hop on board, and um, we got uh, yeah, plasma was the first week, horse racing the second week. This week was task rabbit. Then we're gonna, we're going go to central casting next week and trying to be oh, extras and um, TV <laughs> and movies. Have you never been an extra before? Uh, I was in an Aquafina commercial in Chicago once, oh, nice. and it was pretty hilarious. Um, this is
0: Aquafina, the, Walter brand, well, the water brand. The water, yeah,
2: because you know uh, it was just rap- chugging it out water out and ba- yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it was a commercial for. <laughs> Uh, an ad for Florida and uh Florida <laughs> oh boy um, i just i just showed by sh- 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 hand i'm not very hip um, um yeah i don't know i got uh, uh for amusement only is my comedy central album i have k rock nine to key point Buzz is an indie comedy album i put out and, and uh and also you can um you can hit you can listen to this uh podcast again I'll be on this Dude, just true. rewind it and, it's like, and it's I'm right here
1: it didn't even happen yeah. I, did, I just looked up Nick to make sure I was like I'm pretty sure Nick Turner your co-host was on our podcast and he was in the first few months of its existence so oh wow it seven years for us oh, to get both great. hosts of Get Rich Nick <laughs> on our podcast
0: that, I was wondering was it one of the was it one of the episodes when I was out of town and it was just you
1: and Brooks um let's see it was Brooks was all into summer country it was July of 2012 wow summer country yeah he was listening to country music all summer
0: That was a... Yeah, that was a thing. If anyone wants to... We've had a few emails recently uh, from a a few new listeners who have decided to be completists and have started right on episode one. And And they listen to all Yeah, we'll occasionally get little updates. So there's a few of them who've... A few have just gone like, I've caught up now, and uh, God knows what your head is doing right now, because that's a lot of us in your ears. And then a few who give us little updates of what's going on. Like, oh no, Jesse just got ill and stuff.
2: (laughs) Uh, It's got to be a lot of... um uh, that's a lot of science. That's a lot a of lot, a, a lot story. of science. No, but some I also, of it
0: wildly out of date and wrong.
2: But I also think uh if you want to do well at bar trivia, I think this is a great thing. It has its vague to.
0: uses. Yeah. Sometimes, maybe. I learned a lot. Well you could find so also oh, what's your
2: Twitter as well? Oh, Nick i don't i c k an I C K V A T T E R O T T so te- tons of t's oh, t- if you t- need a t double t
0: double t-, t-, t you can find t- us at probably science individually at andy t wood at mackershon you can find all of the show notes at probablyscience.com. that's also where you find our donation buttons thank you very much to our kind donors you can write nice things about us on itunes and uh stitcher and all your various platforms of choice subscribe if you're not already subscribing spread the word tell people shout it out in the streets Nick, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. It was yeah, fun. It was a blast. Listeners, see you next week. Bye bye.